0: Hello everyone and welcome to Jess and the Guest. My guest today is the very talented and funny Asher Grodman. Asher stars in the hit comedy Ghost on CBS, which also streams on Paramount Plus. Asher and I talk comedy, ghost, horrible auditions, pilot season, acting, teaching, the great Brandon Scott Jones, and most importantly, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Fun fact, Asher and I both went to Columbia University and spent years in a basement
1: gym. I hope you like this episode. It's lovely to see a human being, you too. I know. but, um, the world may not want to see <laughs> no, what I'm please. doing right now. Thank you I so much like.
0: for doing this. Thanks so
1: much for having me.
0: Brandon Scott Jones. He was my like first uh, job teacher. Yeah. That monster. Really? But yeah, but to like a million years ago, but he's the best. And ha- have you played tennis against him? Or talk- I haven't
1: seen our, our tennis video. You have no. to watch, <laughs> you have to watch go, go on. Um, Uh, go on, um, my Instagram, we did a whole tennis, uh, video together that I think is hilarious by the way. They wanted us to, in season one, they had us, um, uh, do Instagram takeovers and I had never done an Instagram takeover before. I didn't know what that was. So I was like, all right, we'll do a whole thing where we do like a tennis like bit. This thing and Brandon was like, this is way too much. But we went with it and we went, we went for it. And it's, it's like a two-minute video. I think it's very cute.
0: It's your first comedy because you're working. Like I would never have guessed that. And I mean that is like the uh-huh. biggest compliment because you're working with like Sheila's a groundling, Brandon's yeah. like best improviser, Matt Walsh, Rob yeah. was just like, how was that transition to comedy?
1: Terrifying, <laughs> absolutely terrifying. I, I remember feeling early on. I think I, I know I've said this. bunch but like uh being oddly relieved that i wasn't gonna have pants on because i was like all right if i mess up a joke they could just pull to a wide shot and whatever i said is is gonna be ridiculous because i'm not wearing pants (laughs) um but it's also fun there's a you know there's a fun challenge because i do work with these amazing people and there there's no like sense of ego in the cast like we all go to each other and say hey what do you think of this would this be funny can we try this um so there's a real kind of like a fun sense of play and and trying different things and and taking risks uh i certainly go to brendan all the time i'm like is this funnier is this funnier so uh, i if i was ever going to do this do a comedy i'm doing it with with the right people
0: oh but well, it really seems like you guys all get along really well, and I have worked on a lot of shows where that's not been the case, maybe, so there's only
1: one person in the cast that we all hate, but we're not gonna tell you who it is. <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: see great, see now you gotta go do stand up and improv. Oh
1: God, improv. Almighty no that that those poor people who have to watch that.
0: <laughs> did you guys do like a cast bonding night? I'm picturing like karaoke nights or something? Maybe watch the Jaguars. I don't know we
1: did. <laughs> We, that we have done actually, um, we kind of had the cast bonding of, of sitting through the pandemic and wondering if our lives would ever happen again, um, or, or, or begin, uh, we did. I mean, the, the, it's a fun as the Jaguars went on their like crazy wild run at the end of last season, uh, some cast members came down to Jacksonville with me and watched games. And then we, we watched the, uh, the epic, um uh chargers playoff game when they came back uh we did all that all together as a cast yeah um so we you know we 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 hang out we have a good time and you know i think being in montreal and being away from friends or family and any sign of home um i think also adds to the you know uh we we rely on each other and now it's like this weird codependency because it's like someone asks one of us to do something and the text thread blows up and it's like, okay, are you guys going to do this? Is it, is everyone going to, I just don't want to do it alone. Are you going to be there too? Okay, great. You know, so we're all, uh, yeah, deep psychological problems are are happening because of our connection.
0: Yeah. How did you celebrate that win against the charger? So because I'm not even a Jaguars fan and I cried and I'm like, <laughs> what am I doing? Like it was so crazy. Like, I, yeah. But I feel like you're the Jaguars like the, spokes- the you're like, spokesperson. No, yeah. Oh
1: God. Um, I, how did I celebrate, um, I, I, I went through every emotion imaginable over the course of that game. Uh, I think it's on video, me screaming and yelling. I think I found a way in 10 seconds to lose my voice, uh, which is impressive. Um, I will tell you when we scored the first touchdown, uh, that was at the end of the first half, I texted, I become friends with, um, Tony Buscelli, who, uh, is there hall of famer and i I think i texted him i think it was him and i was like we're gonna win this game and i it's just that they had won so many games in that fashion that i was like i feel like this is gonna happen and when we were four and eight i was like we're gonna win out we're gonna make the playoffs like this team is it was just a magical season and they're built in a special way so it's fun to be able to experience that wild moment and share it with with all the ghosts um yeah was fun
0: and you went to the Super Bowl, right? I'm from Philly, so I was
1: Oh very no. Jealous, I'm yeah, so very sorry.
0: Sad. I did cry after um, that game too, but
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, very um, I member. did. I am I'm, I'm I uh, I went last year too and last year was a great game. I didn't think anything could top that. And somehow this year uh did. Um I was I was kind of rooting for I th- I thought Kansas City would win uh just cuz Kansas City really outplayed yeah. us twice and we really handed a game to Philly, no offense. Um but uh what a game and Jalen Hurts is in, is incredible. Um what a game. The 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 Chiefs kept running that one little uh I don't know how to describe it, but the motion and then turn right around and and uh and score in the flat play. They ran that like three times. Um it was a great game. Oh my God and Rihanna was incredible. Yeah. Yeah, oh my I'm God. Definitely.
0: All right. Now for an acting question. Um, okay. When you first get a script, what do you do? Because I do the groundlings and I couldn't get over that everyone does something different. Like what yeah. is the very first thing you have to do?
1: I mean, look, the thing that I would love to do is like slowly read it once and like kind of sit in each moment and kind of imagine what might happen next and come up with some possibilities and then reveal to myself what's going to happen next. So I like understand the journey that the audience is supposed to go on and really like, break that down. The luxury of that, which I think is the best way to learn something is never provided because there's never that much time. Um, so usually, it's just reading it, turning it into a sequence of events, rather than a bunch of words, I have to say, like turning it into a story. So like this happens, and then because this happens, now this happens, therefore this happens, but then this happens, you know, having a kind of sequence that I follow. And then once it's kind of in that shape, if that makes any sense going from dialogue to um, what I would say events, um, then it's much more easier to physicalize and understand as a person, because when we tend to tell stories, we don't give people a sequence of things that we said, we give people a a sequence of things that we did, um, which makes scripts a lot more easier to digest and keep in your mind. Oh, wow, I love that. That's so good. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, why don't I do that? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, <laughs> though, groundlings, you guys, you guys, you know, are usually creating the script on your own. Yeah. That's the thing that the you guys can do that I the the I watched Brandon improvise and he could he could just do a a play on his own. Yeah, uh, I could never do that. I think that's incredible. I think you could. I don't know. I, I think you could. Uh, I like, watched your. Wouldn't, wouldn't be entertaining.
0: I don't know. I watched your film, though, and it was amazing, too, with Eli Wallach. No big deal, you know. I didn't get over Thank it. you so much. Yeah, that, I can't believe that was your first time directing, too, because if you saw my first time directing, you would be like, that is not posted anywhere for a reason.
1: Well, yeah, that, that, um, uh, I'm sure yours is great, but, um, that was, I, I was buoyed a lot by having Eli, who, um, was, in, I think he was, like, 90, five when we shot that or something amazing and i, I was so nervous because i was like eli wallach has been around so, like, he was marlon brando's landlord i mean he'd been around for so long and he was he's such a legend and um and i didn't know what i was doing i was desperately trying to figure it out and um and he was so kind he showed up with like gifts for everyone he was telling stories the whole time it was amazing and uh, and I did. I went through this thing after I after we made it. Of, like just deep, you know. I, he he passed away, and I went through this thing of like deep insecurity. And I was like, I I I don't want to ever, ever show this to anyone because this is the, the, he he shouldn't like they, he deserves to go out on a better note than this, or 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 not even have this out there and. And, uh, it took some friends to come in and talk to me and be like, all he did on set was tell stories. Like he loved to tell stories. What, why, why he, he said yes to making your movie, let people see your movie. Yeah. Um, so eventually I, I, I finally put it out there and, and dedicated it to him, which was the only way that I felt comfortable, um, doing it, but he was amazing and so generous, uh, and so charismatic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, that, that was, uh, Short of ghosts, which is a dream come true that's the coolest thing that's ever happened in my career
0: like I feel like I struggle with trying to do everything like I want to film my own projects, I want to write and I want to like how do you do everything <laughs> because you're teaching too you're on a hit show like how I'm like how do you do this? How do you do so much
1: uh desperation is <laughs> yeah. a good is a good thing um to degree <laughs> to a degree i mean i i um I feel like i I've been doing this for 20 years before ghosts came along and most of them were were bleak to the point of like like the first 10 years of my career were absolutely every element of this business saying go away you are not supposed to be here um and i don't think there's anything that i do that i what didn't took it didn't take years to develop and figure out um so i i uh I think just tenacity and 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 eventually you invest so much into something that you're like well i I can't give up i i have to keep going here the funny thing is the only time i ever like really considered walking away from acting was i did a i had a year where i you know this was like 2016 or 2015 or something and i did play after play after play like i worked for a whole year It was the first time in my career i'd ever i'd ever like worked consistently and after i did that um nothing changed like it wasn't like there were more auditions like it was just the same and i was like "Well, then, what am i working for like is this ever going to be possible and i thought oh you know i'll go to architecture school and then because like that's easy um and uh and um yeah and i don't know how i stayed with it i i think it's just a maybe i just hold a grudge or i'm just a little too stubborn or something like that i'm like no this must happen i must work and um, I got really lucky that ghosts happened, uh, before the pandemic and, and made it through. Cause so many of my friends who were so talented, um, you know, the pandemic really, really, you know, had, had a, a disastrous effect on their career or proved to be a big obstacle. Um, and I've never been the most talented guy, even in grad school, I was, I was the run to the litter, uh. Uh, I've often been the run to the litter and um, yeah, just tenacity, I think.
0: No, it's so nice to like hear you talk about it too. Cause I feel like everyone struggles with that. I've definitely struggled with it too. And the pandemic Dang. really hurt a lot, but yeah. So thank
1: and you. The for- other, the, oh, and the other, and speaking of the teaching the other thing that ended up like, it's such a big humbling thing. Cause I would help people and coach people and they would be able to get jobs, but me doing the same things would, provide would give me nothing. And eventually, I just committed to, I'm just going to help everyone that I possibly can. I'm just going to coach anyone on any audition ever and just make myself available. Um, And through kind of helping other people and prioritizing other people's interests and, and experiences, that's when I I kind of got to another level. Um, It was kind of in the giving and the, I guess, in the teaching of something, uh, things maybe crystallized in a different way, or it just maybe put some pressure off me, I don't know, but teaching ended up being something that that I think got my work to another level, because it it translated something into something even more um, uh, accessible for me.
0: Wow, that's so cool, I, I heard this too, I don't know if it's true, that you, um, when you're teaching, you do the things first, like you show them, you show your students, and I thought yeah. that was so cool, because I've never seen someone do that, and I wish acting I feel like it's so vulnerable like I yeah so I'm like I wish people would do that like
1: yeah that's very sweet I'm sure Brandon does the same thing I think improvisers are are fearless in that way I am certainly not fearless but I I had teachers when I was younger who like who really messed me up who were like just emotionally and psychologically abusive and uh and manipulated me and I I think in part teaching is a little bit of like a like a sense of revenge against those teachers a little bit, where it's like, yeah, listen, hey, you know, buddy, I know these these uh these these teachers want you to like walk like three miles down the road over there, but honestly, just take two steps to your left, you're gonna get to the same place. Like it's, like kind of un, unwiring or or uh that that thing, um and yeah, I think that there is something in in. Uh, I, 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 when I teach, I do a lot of things without dialogue. Cause I, I think that dialogue is really the cherry on the, on the Sunday. Like so much of it is behavior that happens between people. So I will almost always do an exercise with a student before having, or with another teacher before having a student do it. Um, I think it also just makes it a lot of people just learn through seeing cause we, you know, so much of the way we communicate is, is behavioral. So seeing something is so much better than you know, someone just telling you to try to picture something and then fa- like teachers who use your failure <laughs> to teach a lesson, I find very unfair.
0: Yep, I've definitely been, th- been through that. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's very nice.
0: Yeah, and
1: I find very unfair.
0: Yep, I've definitely been, th- been through that. Yeah.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's very nice.
0: Yeah. And I have to talk, I think your episode or the Trevor-centric episode was like the number one, the statistics were crazy. It's like the number one most watched episode of a broadcast show. Like it was Really? Crazy. Yeah. Oh but did that ever
1: like sink in? Sarah, with and them, with yes. uh Tara, yeah, well, that's the that's the Tara reed effect right there. Um, did that sink in? Um, uh, no, cause I didn't know it, um, <laughs> but now I'll become impossible to work with. My yeah. arrogance will just be off the charts. I'll be insufferable. Um, <laughs> No, look, I mean, I, I, I think again, the, the many, many years of failure will always weigh on me. And I think when I first got this job, I, I became very like a job like this always felt like it was a million miles away. Um, upon getting this job, um, not having this job or like where I was, feels like two inches away. Like the, these, these things. there's, there's a it's not that, it's not that it's, there's not like a huge mystery to it, but it's also not, um, I'm not explaining this in the best way, but like, there's a, just kind of taking it for what it is a little bit, like I have this incredible opportunity and I'm, I'm at the end of the day, I am so lucky that I get to do this crazy thing and I'm lucky enough that people like it, because for most of my career, the only people who, so anything I was doing was a poor casting director who had to sit through it. You know, I, I said I'm, I'm digitalizing some of my family's like home, home movies and stuff. And when I was younger and I came across an audition I did at 16 and I like every cell in my body was in agony watching it. It was so painful. Um, uh, so I'm just lucky that I'm part of something that, that people like, yeah. um, and that I get to do more of it. So
0: yeah That's oh. so cool. Oh well, now I just have rapid fire questions. but Great, let's do it. What is, what's the craziest place you've ever been recognized?
1: Oh well, the on the field in uh uh Everbank Field in Jacksonville, as I'm watching on field warm ups or something, and people are like, "Hey!" and then uh from the stands, and they'll call me over and and have me FaceTime with their mom. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I think that's so cool. Oh. Because also like that's the that's the um. The coolest thing that I ever hear, and, and I hear it a lot, thankfully, is someone will say, "Oh my god, I love the show." Um, this is that's the one thing that like my kids will do with me is watch this show. Like the idea that we can um, reach multiple generations, I think is that's that's very cool. Not a rapid fire answer, sorry. Okay. <laughs>
0: no, I uh, love I that. And it's really true. My whole family watches the show, and it's the oh. only show we all watch. And- Great. Yeah, they love it. And you're their favorite character by far. Oh, that's so sweet. What's your go-to karaoke song?
1: Oh my god, my go-to karaoke song. Oh I'm, this isn't rapid fire at all. I'm <laughs> no, um uh maybe, maybe it's like a, a Matchbox 20 song or something, like like uh uh 3 a.m. something like that.
0: I love I rewatched two you your episode of uh Law and Order with Ice T. How was Burke with him? It was so funny and to see This is
1: not me. a rapid fire question. These are, these are, this really
0: is, is a. Answer. Uh, uh, he's oh, so very,
1: cool. Yeah. He's so cool. Um, uh, I got really lucky in that episode because I, 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 I haven't seen, I've probably seen like 5% of the law and orders that exist in the world. There's so many, but very rarely do they let you be funny. And that character was so ridiculous that he was like, there's a punchline of that scene where he's like, yeah, I know what I did with the girls is bad, but like, they liked me too. Like it was, it's such a ridiculous thing. Um, and I remember them being on the interrogating side of that table and just kind of giggling at, at, you know, I can't believe this is happening right now. Um, but Ice see was so cool. Just a, just a cool up upstanding dude. Oh.
0: Um, do you have any like pre-filming rituals? Like you have to do this before a certain thing you eat or
1: I don't um, I certainly try to eat healthy. I, I'm not sure if it's anything consistent. It gets a little consistent based on like what Craft Services has. Um, I guess I have a little bit of a I don't know if this is a ritual, but it's very important to me to have the pants off before blocking rehearsal starts. Mm-hmm. Because um, we've had many times where I'll get on set and the pants are on and we block a scene and then the pants go off and we realize we can't shoot it that way because CBS is going to turn into HBO. And, uh, and then suddenly the whole day in my mind is like, I'm just thinking about hiding things the whole time. So I don't know if that's a ritual, but being fully ready to go, uh, for the camera blocking is, is, a uh, is, is a big one for me. Yeah.
0: Was it crazy to see so many like Trevor Halloween costumes too? I saw so many people. That dress- was so cool. <laughs> I <know>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, you know, I I, uh, um, I tried to get something going season one where I was hoping that ever, I wanted everyone to dress up as Trevor and take pictures and send them to Brandon Scott Jones, um, just inundate his phone with pantless men. Uh, that didn't work. You know, people kind of saw through my ruse. Um, but uh, yeah, it's very cool. It's uh, uh, obviously, there's, a, there's I feel like there's a there's a um, uh, age minimum for that because there are certain, but um uh uh, tony on cbs mornings uh did it and that was like one of the coolest things And then i got to go beyond the show with them and uh he and his wife did uh trevor and sam which would be trevor's dream god to be (laughs) dating sam he would love that oh as long as they kept it casual
0: (laughs) last question i know your dog you have very cute dog. i'm a dog person i have two dogs um I know she was on Ghost. Has it gone to her head? It's funny.
1: I think it had, uh, Zazi's very consistent. Um, she's uh, uh, happy-go-lucky. Uh, everything is always great until, um, unless we're not playing. Um, I, think it, I think it was in her head um, before, she was a star before that she was even a star. I think the, the show just, uh, um, just reinforces uh, the natural celebrity that she already is, is what I will say
0: thank you so much for doing this truly you're so talented i really appreciate it so
1: you're so sweet thank you so much
0: keep complimenting sure yes go on
1: (laughs) (laughs) madness and then we're going to be back but the uh the next one's going to be a roller coaster i can tell you Uh, i know exactly which one it is and it's uh it's got i think both stories are going to be a bit of a wild ride
0: Wow. No, I just can't, you yeah. guys do such a good job. This is the best pilot I've ever read in a very long time.
1: That's <laughs> so cool that you, okay. And second of all, I completely agree. The uh, the only thing that I've done consistently in my career is audition for pilots. Uh, that's like wh- how I got opportunities when I was younger. Um, I guess I just had a had a WB face <laughs> as a kid, just, you know. Uh, but uh, not that it worked. It didn't work. But um I like read all these pilots and this is the best one that I've ever read. Yeah. Uh, I just think that our our um, showrunners did a great job. The original concept is just brilliant, but the pilot is surprising and it fits and it does something that other pilots don't do, which is uh, it leaves you with so many possibilities going forward instead of like, oh, I clearly know what's gonna happen in episode two. Like I know the direction. This one opens up with so many different angles you could uh, play. Um, so I agree with you. I think I got really, really lucky with this, uh, this story and concept.
0: Oh, and I give you so much credit for auditioning for pilots. Cause I feel like that's the hardest and the worst part, of it. or at least for me, it's been a nightmare. Was like, there, to-
1: there was, there was definitely a, a blue bloods guest star that I had a lot more faith that I could get than this one. And my agent had to be like, calm down. You're, you're going to audition for ghosts. And I was like, all right, fine.
0: Yeah, I, I can't imagine anyone else as Trevor. So it's so crazy to hear you talk like that. Cause I would never have guessed that, like, yeah, I would have just thought you'd been working forever and you were great. And yeah,
1: it's <laughs> very sweet. Our director showed me his uh, audition. Um, Trent O'Donnell, who's a genius, um, showed me his audition, like, note sheet when I was, um, when they were seeing Trevor's. And I think I was the first person to audition for it. Um, and next to my name is the note, uh, something like, he's wonderful or this guy's great and then never gonna get it what because apparently the first guy who auditions for something never gets it and so somehow somehow i made it through the, the obstacle course
0: well thank god because you're killing it you're doing such a great job so
1: you're very kind